Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Oh yeah, one of the many, many Canadian snowbirds watching from afar wondering, do I have a house in Florida anywhere? It is great to have you here. Just so you know, we're playing um, different sounds throughout this show of the music. And some of you keep asking, who is that? Who is that? I love that song. That's a great song. That is a Asnabi is a OG Cree Toronto-based multi-instrumental. And so I hope I've got that right now. Asnabi. Uh, and the song is Nomads, if you are wondering. Um, but nonetheless, big story, certainly stateside, we're starting to get more information, and we are also starting to see some of the pictures after, and it is, it is devastating. It is devastating. And it's a U.S. story, but there are more than a million Canadians who call Florida home during all the cold months, and they're either, you know, trapped in Florida now because they were down in the state, or they're just sitting here watching from home, watching what's going on on the news, wondering, do I have a community left? Is my home there? And you look at the early estimates from this storm, they're saying it could hit $40 billion in losses. That number could go up. They've now reported that they have 21 official um, deaths, but that number is going to get much, much higher, uh, they are thinking. And so other than getting on the phone with your insurance company, there's not a lot you can do because you can't go heading into a disaster zone because that just adds to the disasters. So what can you do? Let us uh, ask. Stephen Fine joining us, president of of the Snowbirds Advisory. Good to have you. Thank you, Alex. Thanks for having me here today. I suspect that your uh, phone has been ringing off the hook. Well, we have been hearing quite a bit uh, from our from from our members and from Snowbirds who are concerned. Unfortunately, right now, you know, the information is still preliminary. As you mentioned before, it looks devastating. But we're going to have to wait a few days to see exactly what the extent of the damage is. You know, I was uh, digging around just kind of trying to get some numbers, and it's really surprising. I mean, not that there's a million Canadians that will do anything to escape the um, the cold and go down there, but a lot of Canadians, a million go down there, spend half the um, season down there, but they inject a ton of money, $6.5 billion into local communities along Florida. That is a massive loss to their economy on top of everything else. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be devastating financially as well for Florida. And just a little correction there, there's about a million snowbirds who go away for the winter, so not all of them go to Florida, but mm-hmm. but, but many of them do go to Florida. That, that's the number one destination for snowbirds, so it's going to impact a lot of people this winter. And, of course, that comes after a couple of years of interruptions of pandemic. And these hits matter. I mean, that Florida makes a lot of its money. I mean, it is a tourist state. And so if there's nowhere to go, uh, people are not going to go there. I would suspect, Stephen, a lot of Canadians uh, watching from afar really just want to get there and say, see what is left. Um, and they just can't do that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do have someone on the ground there who's a home watch person or a home watch company. And as soon as, the, you know, things clear up a little bit more, 
those people will probably go out and check on their properties and give them some information on, on how things are looking. I can give you one example. You know, our editor actually is a snowbird and she spends her winters in mm-hmm. Sarasota and she has a place mm-hmm. there and she was concerned about it. And fortunately, there wasn't uh, really a lot of damage to her place. So yeah. it really is hit and miss. So I think everybody assumes right now there's a ton of damage and everybody's place is damaged, but that's not necessarily the case. And we need to sort of sit tight to see to see what the damage is. Yeah, some some areas are trees, downed wires, and debris. Others, like you look at Fort Myers, you look at places like Naples, have been just absolutely devastated. Um, what is this, what is the situation, uh, Stephen, as far as um, you know, insurance coverage and snowbirds? Do they have coverage for these kinds of things? Because Florida is a state that is generally storm prepared. They get these storms, they they build to these storms, and so houses in Florida, a lot of them don't have basements because of flooding. So they are and try to build for this kind of weather but do snowbirds have insurance would they be covered under any of the emergency aid they may have insurance for it it really depends on their insurance policy and and you know as these events happen more frequently insurance for you know home insurance and other insurance that would cover them potentially for something like this becomes more and more expensive for people so it is a factor it's it's a concern for people the other concern is I would think there are going to be areas, they're saying months to, to, to fix this up and clean it. But I mean, when you look at the pictures, the aerial shots, I mean, there are regions down there, like in Fort Myers, where there are no houses left. Like there are literally fields of debris, but no houses. And so I'm looking at the cleanup and, and Florida will not look like it did before, certainly. Um, but it, it could be months and months before they've rebuilt. And so will there be Canadians who just say, look, I'm packing in my losses. I, can't, I just can't go back. Well, I think that that, that might happen, but we haven't seen it yet because I think people are still assessing the damage. But there's two markets here that are going to be impacted. There are the people who obviously own homes down there. And are their homes damaged? You know, how damaged are they? How long is it going to take to repair those homes? But then you have a lot of people who rent as well. So they're mm-hmm. looking at those vacation properties who also may be damaged or they may be completely destroyed. And what happens to those people if they've rented a place down there? So I think what we're going to see this season is in some of the areas that were hardest hit, you may see people delay until the repairs can be done. And who knows if the properties are going to be available. It's already a very tight rental market in Florida. Mm-hmm. So this is obviously going to impact that even further. Just to get some clarification, I mean, uh, because it's a it's a unique relationship between uh, the state of Florida and certainly this country, because so many people go there and so many people do actually call it home. Um, and so when it comes to these big storms, uh, are Canadians told basically to, to deal with this in Canada or do they make provisions because of the relationship with uh, so many Canadians also paying taxes uh, down there? Do they have uh, local aid and, and help on the ground for Canadians on that side? Well, I'm not sure that they have local aid and help. I mean, what what they're going to look for is the you know the assistance from their insurance companies and see what they can get, and maybe their 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 uh, home watch person can help with checking on their property and assessing the damage as well. But other than that, I don't know that there's any specific services for Canadians down there. And are we? Um, do you have any kind of estimate as to how many Canadians are down there or would be down there at this time? I mean, it's still not this time, generally speaking, when people leave here to go. It's still a bit early. We're still enjoying a bit of our summer um, yeah. here. But do we have numbers of how many people would be there right now? 
We don't have exact numbers on that. I mean, by our estimates, people generally don't go down yet. Now, there will be a handful of people who have gone down, but most people start leaving in the middle of, let's say, October to late October and then through November is when you start seeing the exodus of Canadians heading down south. So I would I would estimate that there are probably quite uh, very few Canadians down there who are snowbirds at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's either people going to Disney, um, which is already saying, look, we'll be operational a- ASAP. And, and again, uh, there'll be businesses down there. I think the big challenge also, though, Stephen, is like, when will this get back on its feet? I, I mean, Florida is not a place that doesn't get storms. They've had a lot of really big hurricanes, certainly. I- is this the worst from what you're seeing as to a catastro- catastrophic storm? That is what we're hearing is that is that it's it's the worst or among the worst. So it, you know it, it's uncertain at this time how long it's going to take for people to, for different destinations to get back on their feet. Um, obviously, some of them, as you mentioned before, are harder hit than others. Um, you know, Sarasota, some places weren't as badly hit as other places on the coast. Um, and and how long it takes is really uncertain at this time. I think it's going to take you know a good few days or at least a week to sort of assess what the damage is. And it's not just the damage to homes and to rental properties, but also the local infrastructure and bridges. Mm -hmm. People might not want to go down there if the infrastructure is not back up uh, to where it needs to be. So all of these things are unknown at this time. And I think we might, for for those snowbirds who go down earlier in the year, let's say mid-October, late October, even early November, we may see some delays uh, depending on what's happening with either their homes that they own or their rental properties. Yeah, no question about it. Lots of changes. All right, Stephen, we'll uh, keep an eye on this, and certainly there'll be a lot of information changing, so I know you'll be busy. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. That's Stephen Fine, who's president of the Snowbird Advi- is a Snowbird Advisor. Uh, look, the reco- they're still in recovery mode. They're still trying to find bodies, which is going to take a while. And, you know, when you're dealing with heat and water, that is not going to be pleasant, but that is a reality. They're, they're in recovery or, or still trying to even find people who are stuck, and that's going to take days. Then you got to think about it. they got to get all those boats that are all over the place. They've got to get those out of the way and off the roads. They've got to open up the ports so that they can get deliveries of goods. Uh, they've got to clean up all of that stuff. Then there's the trees. Uh, there's so much that has to be done that is going to take a long, long time. The roads are completely gone. That's not going to get rebuilt, uh, their roadway systems. And this is all assuming that there's not another storm coming. So they've got a hell of a lot of work. Now this thing's moved off into the Carolinas. Uh, my hubby has gone off on a, on a golf trip to North Carolina, been watching to see where this storm would go, and was convinced, no, it's not going to come. Nonetheless, they're not golfing today. They're now in a stage one hurricane and all is fine now. But I did say you might want to take something more than shorts, right? Like you might want to take something that you're prepared for the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're good. So uh, I just got the old call. Not golfing today. It's pouring like crazy. So hopefully the um, Carolinas and the rest of these regions don't uh, get hit quite as hard. But boy, Hurricane Ian. What a nasty, nasty storm and just a nasty week all in all, you know, when you think of the destruction of Fiona to our own, um, you know, neighbors in Atlantic Canada and now this. It's just been a terrible, terrible week and certainly I don't think we've heard the worst of the news yet.